What's up, guys? This is Mike Melcinos here with the Trend Trading Podcast. Um, just want to talk about why maybe trend followers and uh, you know the managed future space in general has been uh, uh, losing money over the past uh, couple of years, uh, namely since uh, early 2015 to now. Um, it's been a pretty brutal uh, period, uh, choppy period. Um, nothing unusual, just you know, uh, just a long one. A long period where not much has been going on. Um, yeah, just for some perspective, uh, you know, the 2013 to early 2015 period was pretty good. Um, there were some big trends in there. Uh, we had crude oil. You know, crude oil fell 70 percent. Stocks were about 40 percent. And um, you know, uh, depending on what stock market you look at, but overall, um, you know, they're up more well into double digits. Uh, also, the uh, the dollar. Um, rallied 20% as well and the non-dollar currencies uh, a lot of them got got really hit hard and you know they were just really great trends all over the place um you know since that time though there's been you know some nasty reversals you know the dollar came back down uh crude oil bounced um you know rallied i believe like 100% over 100% from the bottoms um and you know, stocks had a nasty mid-2015 period um, where the Fed looks like they were changing, they're going to change their policy and this and that, and stocks got spooked, and, you know, the whole Brexit um, uh, event as well. You know, everything was playing into, um, you know, some nasty choppiness over the past uh, past couple of years. Um I'm going to just touch on like a few different sectors. Um, I'll go through stocks. I'll go through bonds, um, uh, currencies, and uh, I'll hit some commodities as well, just to just to kind of give you kind of a uh, um, a storyboard of what's been going on in some of the major markets over the past uh, few uh, couple of years, and um, you know, hopefully this will explain uh, maybe paint a picture a bit why. Um, you know, trend traders uh, have been having some trouble. Um, so in stocks, we could start with the with the one everyone loves, the S and P. Um, if you look at a chart from you know 2013, 14, uh, even back to 2012, um, there was there just a very very smooth uptrend without many large pullbacks at all. Um, once that you know Q1 Q1 of 2015 uh, hit, um, marked, uh, the S&P had a hard time of making new highs, and then in you know, Q3, uh, we had a, that violent two-day, three-day um, uh, down spike uh, where markets got, got hit a bit, um, you know, 10% or 12% or whatever it was. Um, after that, though, you know, I say during during that during that spike, you know, a lot of long term traders, at least, um, and probably short term guys as well, got short um, or got out, and you know, it was a it was a big enough pullback to warrant a, uh, a you know sell stops to get hit. When that happens, you know, trend traders do well when the thing doesn't rebound, you know, when they're like, oh, they pretty much tick the bottom, you know, on a down spike or, you know, or on weakness. Uh, And such was the case. In this case, um, markets found support uh, within days, V-shaped 
bottom, you know, rallied right near, you know, not didn't quite make uh, new highs, but uh, uh, rallied back towards the highs, and maybe it got some guys long again, and then after, you know, Q4 um, into Q1 2016, um, S&P went right back down to where that, uh, that summer 15 spike was, um, down around like 1850, 1840, something like that. Um, and then from there, I made another, you know, a double bottom and then V-shaped rally again. So, you know, that is a, a sickening pattern for a trend follower that, uh, you know, that bets on persistence. If he's selling weakness, uh, he, he's betting that that weakness is going to continue. Um, when it exhibits strength, you know, the opposite. I, you know, if I'm betting, um, you know, on a, on a breakout, um, I, I'm betting that, that, you know, I, I'm going to make money if that momentum continues. Um, and, you know, and, you know, since, since that nasty period, that, you know, one year period from, you know, summer 2015 to summer, uh, 2016, um, trend guys, you know, probably lost some money. We're losing in, in those nasty whipsaws there. But, uh, since then it looks like it's been, uh, a pretty profitable period where um, you know stocks broke up, make made new all-time highs, and they just keep they keep pushing along um, for whatever reason. So you know since then it's been good, but that that mid period there was pretty nasty. Um, and not not all not all the not all stock markets were you know were as good as um, you know the S and P like uh, like the Hang Seng, which is Hong Kong. Um, that you know, nasty, very, very big reversal in uh, mid 2015 as well, and you know it rallied back higher, um, put in one of those you know epic, awful uh, V-shaped recoveries, uh, but uh, didn't recover as much as the S&P, and is it's not near all-time highs. So um, this this has been a case where. Uh, Probably being in the S and P would have been better, but you know a lot of trend followers are diversified guys. So you know they have they have their U S exposure, they have their Asian exposure, Europe and uh, emerging markets and whatever. So you know not all have rebounded as as well as the S and P or as well as the FTSE or whatever. So um, you know these the this this market like you know the Hang Seng, um, uh, and this is a market I trade as well. Um, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a frustrating one over the past uh, couple years, um, as well. Um, in bonds too, um, bonds historically have been pretty good for trend followers because the, you know, the rates have been falling for 30 years or so. So bond prices continue to go higher and higher. But, uh, during 2015, you know, it never, um, you know, if you're using a, you know, very long-term metrics looks like it probably never really uh, registered a short trade for for some trend followers, but but the pullbacks within the uptrend were were about as deep as they can get without hitting that uh, sell signal on the bottom. You know, if you just want to use the example, what I'm I'm looking at charts right now with like 200-day high and lows. Um, so you know, the 10-year Treasury bond, uh, uh, sorry, Treasury note. Um, you know, pulled back quite a bit, and you know, was pretty much sideways, um, in that whipsaw fashion for uh, 2015, and then started to make new highs again in um, 
early and mid-2016, only to then reverse again in uh, the mid to later part of 2016. And uh, I'd, I'd bet now that most uh, trend followers, at least the long-term guys, are, are short. Uh, looks like that's been a fairly profitable position, just looking at the 200-day low to where the prices are now. Um, but, you know, that that's another one where, you know, the Fed says something and things rally and, you know, whatever. So, um, overall, though, not much persistence out of bonds. Um, same thing for European bonds as well. Uh, it's very similar pattern in the, uh, in the Italian bonds um, and uh, German bonds as well, where we had very smooth moves through um, late 2013 and all through... Uh, early 2015, very, very smooth trends, um, then nasty reversals and recoveries and then new highs and then reversals. So, uh, you know, those reversals where, you know, rallies don't last long, they last a couple months and then they come back or, you know, the, the sell-offs last a few months and then they, you know, just enough for trend, trend followers to get short and then they rally again. You know, those are those are just nasty, nasty patterns, um, nasty, nasty environments for um, for this strategy. Um, okay, so we can move on to currencies. Um, dollar, you know, similar theme. Mid twenty fourteen broke out of its you know range bound twenty thirteen early twenty fourteen um, uh, band. Uh, st- started breaking out, making new highs, and it was off to the races um, until until uh, Q1 2015 where um, things started to slow down and chop sideways. And uh, uh, it basically continued that wide whipsaw, large tra- uh, wide trading range um, until late 2016 uh, where things started to break above those uh, early 2015 highs, you know, break above 100 and get to, you know, 102 and I think eventually got to 104 on the U.S. dollar index. Um, and now it seems to be under 20, uh, sorry, under uh, under 100 now. So, you know, maybe that's a reversal, you know. So you see, like, that the, these, these trades aren't, these breakouts aren't running that far and they're not sustaining their strength or they're not sustaining their weakness. They're going up. And then they're falling down. They're going falling down and then coming up. Um, those are just, um, you know, just just more of the pattern here. Just just want to show that this pattern and this theme has been spreading like cancer across a lot of different sectors. Um, you know, same thing in the yen. You know, if you look at charts of the yen, look at charts of the euro. Um, pretty much like the best uh, probably trends have been like the ruble and you know these small markets that. That you probably the trend followers not been to get a lot of size in because they're not very liquid. Um, probably the best trend that's been going on the past few years is the short in the pound, but even now that looks to be re- rebounding quite a bit. Um, if we go to commodities too, um, we see nasty, nasty reversals and V-shaped uh, recoveries in the um, in gold. Um, in you know, I guess since. 2013, um, you know, 2012, gold started to break down after that massive, massive run. Uh, prices, you know, grinded lower, and you know, uh, but they they were but they had some some nice rallies there too. So uh, it hasn't really been a smooth 
smooth decline. Um, in early 2016, looking at this 200-day high, uh, prices on gold, you know, broke that, that high. So trend followers got long probably the first time in a few years. And, you know, that lasted for a bit. Didn't really run that much. Looking at the uh, continuous chart here, it looks like it broke broke out about like 1250. And then it goes up to f- not even 1400. And then falls right back down over the past over the next quarter or two um and in 20 uh you know q4 2016 uh makes another 200 day low um just under 1200 and it does that for a few weeks and then it's bang it's right back up to 1300 so you know net net these things the gold like everything else is not going anywhere it's um it's providing probably a lot of good you know uh, buy low sell high type of type of uh traders you know some good profits lately but uh for the opposite guys the trend followers the buy high sell low guys the guys that need the momentum to continue and persist for you know months uh you know months and months and quarter over quarter here um not been good um crude oil same thing um i said uh i believe i said before you know it's you know prices breaking down in 2014 it was a great great trend for a lot of trend followers um then you know it found support found support in that early 2016 around you know a little over 30 bucks just i'm again looking at all continuous charts here um and then you know prices rally not quite 100 percent, but uh but pretty high um you know to the mid 50s uh you know 56 7 whatever um and uh you know rallying enough for trend followers myself included to get long there um during that during that rise only to see it you know start to fall again lately um i believe now we're you know i believe now we're under 50 uh, or right around 50 50 bucks uh, a barrel here um but you know over the past you know prices have been in this range this or just back and forth above and below 50 you know, since, uh, um, looks like it's Q2 2016, so it's, you know, pretty much like a, a year, year or so, um, or things just not really going anywhere, um, very, very tight ranges, um, other thing, like other more obscure, lesser known markets like Orange Juice had a, you know, nasty, nasty, um, reversal, um, in 2016, was up around 225, and then fell over the next quarter or two to 150. Uh, soybeans, same thing. I remember being on my honeymoon, being excited. It got signals to go long soybeans and corn and wheat, soybean meal and oil, um, breaking uh, breaking new highs, making new year highs in uh, in June uh, when I was on my honeymoon in 2016. Uh, prices are rallying. It was going. Looks like things are going well again, and then boom, reversal. Well below the breakout point. You know the breakout point is about you know ten forty on soybeans, went up to about twelve hundred, and then bang back down to nine sixty. Um, you know so very very nasty. And now now you know there were rallies again up to about ten fifty something like that, and now we're you know now back below that uh that thousand so um <clears throat> same stuff um 
the live ho- livestock space, you know, lean hogs, feeder and live cattle, same V V um, shaped uh, all over the board, all all across the board here. Um, you know, so markets for for trend followers are not always good. They they go through periods where they're smooth, up and down, and not so smooth up and down. Though they're they're back and forth. They look like big big W and M patterns, and you just seem can't you can't get on the right side. Um, so I know a lot of you know trend followers are held to the standard where they should always be making money all the time because I guess they fall under the active quote unquote umbrella, uh, active managers. Um, but you know the bottom line is that trend followers are not always going to make money. I'm not always going to make money. Um, some of these legendary guys are not always going to win, and they and they're pretty upfront with that. Um, I think I think the problem is is that um, you know every drawdown is different. Every drawdown there's a new story, uh, and we love stories. Uh, every drawdown comes in different cadences and different markets and different rhythms, and we always think it's different this time, um, which I think is a very um, dangerous thing to think. Um, it's Technically, it is different this time because it's a different year, a different, you know, like I said, all different rhythms and markets that are experiencing different patterns and stuff. So, yeah, that's different. But but the issue, the, the deeper issue is that is that human emotions drive these price moves. So, you know, human emotions don't don't change, you know, so markets and people experience feelings of, um you know, frustration and, you know, confusion and, uh, a lack of awareness and things like that. And when, and when that happens, things don't really move, um, or they don't really get, they don't, they don't stretch too far for too long. Um, when things start to become more clear, um, and people start to wake up to, to the reality of things, um, then things can start to move. You can get to start. You start to see follow through, and people start to agree on things, and start to, you know, be comfortable with buying and sitting, or selling and sitting, not the back and forth where they, you know, they don't believe that that any move is real, and you know, this this rally, yeah, but it can't last, or this sell off, yeah, but it, it's going to rebound because, eh, you know, there's there's just a lot of mistrust, distrust, and uh, lack of faith. Uh, when there's faith and trust, and and people feel comfortable with uh, taking risk, you start to see follow through. So uh, until that happens, I don't I don't think we're gonna. I think you know, trend followers is still gonna you know chop around and probably lose a little bit of money. Um, uh, so you know, hopefully this sheds some light on you know maybe why trend followers are losing. Um, uh, go, go take a look at the charts that I, uh, that the markets I was mentioning uh, before. Um, go just get a feel for those movements. And, you know, I believe in, in the past, if you're, if you're new to trend following, if you're new to this space, uh, you can start to see and start to know for yourself, like, ah, you can probably tell when, when, mark, when trend followers aren't doing so well or, you know, or where they're getting whipsawed and where they're losing and making money based on, uh, based on the patterns here. Um, so for now, you know, it seems like we have just a lot of the same theme pattern, this whipsaw back and forth in a lot of different sectors. Um, so diversification doesn't really pay for much. Um, but, uh, 
these environments have you know come and gone before. Uh, we've we've had it. This isn't the first or going to be the last drawdown trend followers or um, you know these guys experience. So I believe um, you know just take it in stride. Uh, if you're a trend follower yourself, kind of no big deal. It's um, it's just our turn. It's just uh, it's just the most recent example of uh, testing you and uh, your faith in your in your system and your strategy. Um, and uh, you know, I'll leave that. I'll leave the discipline rant for another day. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully this sheds some light. Um, hit me up with any questions on social. Uh, feel free to email me. Um, give me um, some uh, feedback or pointers or, or you know suggestions I can make. Um, um, you know, I, for new ideas for new episodes. Uh, let me know. Um, talk to you guys next time. Thanks.